legendary. You in the stands, I ain't need no commentary. If you the competition, you gon' get buried. I don't cheat on the game, we gettin' married. Yeah, they gon' know me as legendary. You in the stands, I ain't need no commentary. Ain't no option, ain't no secondary. Yeah, I just throw it out like a Hail Mary. What is up, Royal fam? You are now tuning in to the Royal Talk Podcast, and I'm your host, Sean Rios. This is a podcast where we talk about emotional wellness, physical wellness, spiritual wellness, and so much more. So if you are interested in those topics, please tune in to the podcast, and I have something very special for you guys today. But before we get started with the episode, I have one fee. I ask one thing for my listeners, anybody that's listened to me in the past knows what that fee is. If you enjoyed the podcast, if you learned something, please share the podcast. That's how we grow. I don't do any ads. I don't do anything like that because I really want you guys to learn and I just really want to spread the positivity. So if you can do me that one solid while I bring you one of the most inciting, best episodes I've probably ever made. I'm super excited for this episode. Um... Please just share the podcast and we'll get started. All right. So today we got a full crew. I got my Souls group. If you guys don't know Souls, that's one of the YouTube groups I'm doing. We do some crazy stuff. We do stuff about motivating people. We expose some of our lifestyles and, you know, we just get lit, you know, (laughs) and I got a good friend of mine from the fraternity. I've met with this guy a lot. We've grown close over the past year. And he's just a great guy, and I know that he'll drop gems for all y'all. So we're going to start off by introducing everybody, and then we're going to get into today's topic, which is about ego and how ego affects us. Is ego even a thing? What is ego? We're just going to get all into it, and we're not going to hold anything back. So we're going to start off with today with my first guest. You already know. He's already been on the podcast. What's up, Zell? How we doing? Doing well, man. You know what I'm saying? Just living a dream, man, every day. That's what's up. And then we got my next guest, my big guy, my light-skinned brother, Mr. Drake himself. <laughs> we got Kenai in the building. Yo, what's up, yo, man? It's good to be back on the podcast again. I'm excited to connect with my boys and, you know, share some gems for y'all today, for sure. That's what's up. And this is a new guest. This is another member of Souls. And this guy is, he has the jokes. He's going to make you guys laugh throughout the whole podcast. He is definitely the comic relief. What's up, Jay? How we doing? We're doing all right. And I just want to say I appreciate this opportunity from Sean Rios, man. This is going to be my first episode with this podcast. And hopefully it turns out to be right. And we're going to give you all a show. That's (laughs) right. That's right. And this is, I'm telling you all, this is going to be a crazy episode. Last but not least, we got my boy from the fraternity. How we doing, Nate? Oh, we're doing good. We're doing good. Very happy to be on this podcast. Very happy to have the opportunity to drop some gems for y'all for real. Awesome, awesome. But before we get started, I just want to say that I appreciate you guys all coming here to the podcast, willing willing to drop some gems for the folks. I know you guys all have busy lives, so I really do appreciate you guys coming on the podcast, and especially you two, again, coming on the podcast, willing to drop some gems, because I know a lot of people love the section, the subsection of Conversations with Sean. Um, a lot of people share those. A lot of people love me bringing other people with different mindsets, different perspectives on life, and, and having them sort of talk about it. And so, again, I appreciate all you guys coming here on the podcast. So, 
for new listeners, people that may not know you, we're just going to go around and kind of talk about, you know, who we are, where we're from, kind of how we connected and everything, just just so we can build some type of rapport with the audience, you know what I'm saying? So, Brian, what's up? What's up with you? What's up, man? So, uh, right now, I'm in school, obviously. Go to Utah Tech, just like probably the rest of y'all. And, uh, yeah, me and Sean met uh, as roommates about a year ago. <laughs> so, yep. uh, that's how we connected, and, yeah. Pretty much it. Oh, tell them about YouTube. You know, oh, yeah, YouTube. yeah. I forgot, I forgot, yeah, my bad, my bad, my bad. Uh, so, yeah, I'm also a YouTuber. Uh, Monzel or Monzel TV, whichever one you want to follow. Uh, or Monzel the Goat, whichever one. And, uh, yeah, I'm also want to be an actor. I'm about to be in a student film in about basically a month. So, yeah. That's awesome. And I'm telling you, y'all, he has great content. You guys are not going to miss out. Go look him up on YouTube. He has great content. Um, I always try to share as much stuff that he can that I can whenever he posts, and it's it's comic, it's comical. I love yeah. it. Skits, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kenai, what's up with you, bro? All right, y'all. So yeah, my name's Kenai. I'm from Utah, so Salt Lake City, Utah. Eight on one represent, but uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm actually Utah Tech alumni now. I just barely graduated with my bachelor's degree. Uh, I'm a personal trainer, self-improvement coach, and aspiring barber. So I'm a barber student right now. And yeah, and then I just create content. So that's yeah. a little bit about me. Keep it short. Keep it quick. And, and yeah. Kenai, Kenai is a stud. Kenai is a stud, man. Like when we first connected, um, you know, that's, that's someone that I like to. Um, he has a lot of stuff that he does that uh, motivates other people and he inspires other people. So this guy's no joke, for real. What about you, Jay? How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. What's going on? I want to introduce myself again. My name is Jordan Johnson. I'm from Denver. No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm from L.A. Um, I go to Utah Tech as well. I'm studying communications. I'm really trying to be a family therapist once I get my bachelor's. I, I know I got to go to grad school, get my Ph.D., and go through the whole process. But how I really connected with the souls is... I met through, uh, I met Kenai in class, and we just chopped it up one day after class, and like, let's just kick it, and one thing lead to another, we're here now, in the fucking podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? But I appreciate everything, you know what I mean? So. No, you're good, man, you're good. Um, and we met in class, too, actually, yeah. and uh, we, we did group projects together, and Jordan, like, he's definitely sort of the life of the party, definitely a guy that you always want to have around. What about you, Nate? How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. My name is Nate Johnson. I'm from Huntington Beach, California. I guess I just kind of connected with Sean through the fraternity. Just he, he was like one of those brothers in there. I got I got very close with. I guess. And every time we rock the souls around, it's been nothing but good vibes. That's for yeah. sure. Good vibes. Good vibes all the time. All the time. So let's get into today's topic. We're going to talk about ego, and basically how we're going to do this. We're kind of just going to go kind of around the table. You know, I'm going to shoot some questions, and then we all kind of give our perspective. And then, you know, have a, if we have a debate or whatever, have a conversation, like, that's fine, too. Um, but let this just be, like, a very fruitful conversation. Learn from each other. And uh, I, I'm kind of curious to what you guys think ego is. So, like, I guess we'll start off here, and then I'll, I'll be the last one to finish off. Because I want you guys to really talk about your own ideals, because I know these people hear me talk every week. Yeah. So, I want to really let you guys have the platform to really speak. But... Brian, let's start, or sorry, Zell, let's start off with you, and let's talk about sort of ego. What do you think ego is, just like, if you were to define it in your own terms? Ego, to me, basically is how you feel about yourself in a manner of 
would say in a better way or a better form of how you feel about yourself. So I would say the same thing is um, self-esteem. I would say mm. it's pretty much tied into ego. Um, I feel like ego is more of like a, they think, they sometimes people mix ego with uh, conceitedness. Okay. Mix of, anybody uh, anybody has something because I feel like for me I somewhat agree I don't I wouldn't necessarily think ego is the same thing as self-esteem I think those are two different things mm-hmm. but we'll go we'll go on ahead and then we'll kind of see if anybody else has anything like different but I want to I don't want to say too much but I'm gonna hold on to that yeah I would say I would agree with along the lines of is ego is how you view yourself but also, like, adding on to what ego, I think ego kind of really is, is just how ego plays a role in how you move within your daily habits, how you view other people, your relationships, and it just plays a role and really just is kind of just a reflection of yourself internally, like, outward to the world. Mm, okay. What about you, Jay? For me, I see ego as, like, it could be prideful, you know? Like, how you guys mentioned that, like, how you view yourself, how you want to be seen, how you want to be approached as I say that as like how you set your own standard and how you want to um go off of that you know what I mean and mm-hmm. stay consistent with what you want to proceed in as far as into like you want to be a better man as far as in what how you're going to be a better man how you're going to show it but people will see it as cockiness by showing how can I say like confidence but mm-hmm. to some people that's just showing their ego if that makes sense Okay, okay. What about you, Nate? Overall, I think ego is a very, like, it's a good thing, but at the same time, it's kind of like um, like a representation of your confidence in, like, the eyes of society, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 I believe that, like, it ain't, like, happiness or nothing like that. Like, like, ego doesn't, like, come from that, or even, like, wisdom or smartness or anything like that, because you'll find someone, like, who has a very small ego, but it's like very like like you know um, down to earth I guess like very understanding yeah, very right. wise yeah I I <laughs> I kind of agree with all of you guys so it's kind of weird but I'm I'm gonna try to get my own spin to it but for me I think I view ego I definitely do think it's tied to how you view yourself 100 yeah. percent but I think that what ego I think there's different forms of ego too right there's yeah. there's ego where you have this self confidence I agree. But there's ego to where, in my opinion, where it comes off like almost insecure, right? Where you have like there's different types of egos that you can have that are sort of getting healthy, right? There's like I think, and that's gonna we're gonna get into this, but I think that there is a healthy form of having some level of ego. But Nate, you're also right too because you want to make sure that that ego is at a certain amount because you don't want to. Because you, you know a lot of people that are grounded, right, that don't have the biggest ego, but you still respect them, and they probably still have self-confidence within themselves and their own abilities. So I do think it's correlated, but I don't think that they're the exact same thing. So that's kind of, you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. kind of a little bit different, but I do think that they're somewhat connected okay. to one another. But what do you think? Uh, I would say, I, kinda, I, I agree with you as far as, as far as that. That's why I said in the beginning where I said it's kind of connected yeah. to it. By the way, as far as like self-esteem and stuff like that, mm-hmm. it's just that for me, I see it as like you don't really see like bad ego. I mean, bad ego as in like down, like ne- negative ego. How about, how about I say mm. that? negative? You don't ego. think we see negative ego? 
I'm a, I'm definitely. It's more of like it's more of like I'm boosting myself up, so it doesn't you know what I'm saying so I can tell other people how I quote unquote feel about myself, but you really don't you know what I'm saying. Mm. So there's like an underlining tone to it. So you don't think there's negative ego, or you don't think we see negative ego? No, we don't see it. I mean, there's always I, I feel like we see the undertone so we can see that you don't really feel that way about yourself. You're just saying it just to like try to boost your confidence up. You know what I'm saying? But I, would yeah, consider, yeah. I would consider yeah. that negative ego, though. You can, you can, you would I would that? consider that negative ego because, yeah. and I think we do see, I think we see it everywhere, like in our society. Like we look mm-hmm. at Instagram, mm-hmm. right? I think that a lot of times it really does boost someone's ego and it's yeah. very superficial. Like that's yeah. like superficial ego. Like I do think that there's different types of ego. Like mm-hmm. you can have that grounded grounded to earth type of ego where it's healthy, mm-hmm. but you can also have that superficial ego, like what we see with our like celebrities or what we see, like look at what we value like as a society and we value people with like the most superficial ego. You know what I mean? Like the people that actually, I think have a great amount of ego are the people that we don't really like talk about so you're or saying, put like, the spotlight on. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Like how we celebrate, like for me, like when I think of like superficial ego, like I'm not even trying to down rappers because I love rap music. Like anybody that knows me knows that I love rap music. But a lot of the rappers in that sort of industry are like, they have superficial egos. You get what I'm saying? Like their ego is tied to how much women they can get or how much cars they can buy or how many watches, how many diamonds are on their watch. You know what I mean? And that's not really ego or like, that's not a healthy amount of ego. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like for me, like if you want that true self-confidence, you can't look outwards towards like materialistic things or even towards people like women or even the guys that you hang around with you have to really look internally within yourself right but yeah anybody want? yeah i definitely think there's a positive and negative side of ego and i'll just share an example of real quick especially with all of us being men i think you know your ego can pretty much ruin a lot of your own success and that is say for example you know a lot of men don't ask for help. They don't Best. show emotion. And when you're saying, you know, you got to dive internally, that takes a lot of humility towards yourself to dive deep. And that's your own ego preventing you from, you know, diving deep and expressing that outward. And plus, Absolutely. like, along the lines of asking for help, you know how much further, you know, us men and just anyone in general could go in life if they just had the humility and, you know, like lessen their ego and have because there's do two different sides of ego mm-hmm. there's like ego death and ego strength and mm-hmm. i see both those as positive and negative mm-hmm. so i think you know you definitely have to have a balance of both but no yeah. yeah i mean i really like what you said about humility because that's like literally one of the key factors of really having that healthy ego mm-hmm. right when when you know this is how you can have a test against yourself it's like Am I able to humiliate, be like, be in humility and be fine with that and, you know, learn my weaknesses and build upon that? Or do I get sheltered or do I run away when I face humility? And that's when you really know, like, if you can ask yourself these questions, like, whether or not you have a healthy amount of ego. You know what I mean? So I really like what you said about ego, for, for sure, for sure. I had a quick question. So I was going to say, would you say that people's pride affects their ego? Does that make sense? Mm. What do y'all think? That's a tough question. Hold on. Say that one more time for the people. Would their pride affect their, like, as far as, like, their ego? 
Does that make sense? I don't know if I'm saying no, it like no, yeah, yeah, I don't no, know if I'm I definitely get what right, you're saying. But like, does that make sense? Yeah. Because you're saying no, that like, no. for instance, when you mentioned that like people are afraid to get to the other point because they don't want to be seen as like not 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 like as a, like a negative perspective, but as more sense as like a. I can't even think of it right now, man. I'm, I'm gonna have to skip on this one. No, I, I think I understand. Like I don't, yeah. I, I don't know because I'm I'm saying it, mm-hmm. but I don't know if you guys are understanding of what I'm trying to say or I, what I, I'm trying I, to get my point across. I, I might, but I, I feel like it's more like ego kind of affects pride. It's like how you hold yourself kind of like turns you into like, um, like how you hold yourself kind of has like a lot to do with like what you're willing to do, like humility wise and stuff like that. And I, I feel like. When you like you look into humility, that's pride. But I feel like that pride is derived from the ego, which is like how you hold mm. yourself. Okay, so I, so I, I, I did. Okay. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. What do you think? There's a difference between pride and ego, though. Yeah, yeah like, most I, definitely. Yeah, yeah that's that's what, that was the hardest part where I was trying to figure. out. I was like, dang, how can I separate those two? Because they go yeah. so much together. Yeah. I, will, I thought me, I thought y'all was confused from the question. Well, for me, like, like I would want it like more specific. Like, what am I prideful of? Like, that's what I was going to ask, just because take, for example, like we've all played sports, you know, say if you want to go play at the collegiate level, but are you too prideful of letting go of that sport because your ego is in a way, or are you going to have a strong, smart ego and say, hey, maybe this isn't the right path for me anymore. Let me step into something else. Okay. You know, like, that's what I was going to just ask. Like, what are you? like prideful of like in that aspect of it yeah yeah no i i like that because i think that they they are different things but again like they're so closely related to me where like i can see why people can use it interchangeably but i do believe like more so like if you're prideful you're prideful of something and i and i definitely agree with that because that is something that we don't really realize like you know we can be prideful of our family i wouldn't necessarily say that's a detriment to some somebody's ego You know what I mean? But if we're prideful, again, of, like, things that are, like, material or, like, superficial things, like, that is something that where you really have to look at, like, why? Like, why are you so connected to these things that are objects? Like, they're not, to me, like, me being in college, bro, like, when I first came here, super, like, what did I have? You know, did I have the latest, greatest shoes? Did I have the nice clothing? Like, but right now, like, I have sort of matured at so much to the point of past past that, of past thinking that, where I'm like, I don't really care. As long as I'm getting to point A to point B, yes, I like quality, but it's not something that's going to be detrimental to me and like how I view myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like so many people, especially on like social media, like they want, they only get stuff like that to only share. You know, they that's the whole reason why we value these things. Like you wouldn't buy like, Imagine if you lived alone and you wouldn't really care about Jordans. You just care about having shoes. The reason why we even have a lot of stuff we have is to show to other people, you know, and social media has only like exacerbated that. I don't think it caused that. Like, I think a lot of people do put the blame on social media, which social media does play a huge part on that. It definitely plays a huge part, but it's not the cause of it. We've always been like that from the beginning of time. Like my dad, uh, my dad told me a story that, uh, so like basically karate shoes, was like popular back in the day. I think it was like basically look like a Tom's now. Uh-huh. Those Tom, those Tom shoes. 
and they were called karate shoes. And they were popular back in the day. And my dad was like, oh, I got to get those for this and that and that. And, but that was just like the thing to do back in the day was, man, if you had those karate shoes, man, you was, that's like Jordan's damn there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's a status, so but just, all of it is just a status symbol. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and so it's the same thing. Due to that being like a status symbol, I just, overall, I feel like you, you find more happiness and like more, like, okay, not more, but like a different kind of happiness when you have like a small ego. I feel like when like, mm. when you have a big ego, you more like chase the happiness. So like when you like, like, like you more chase it by like trying to get those nice things. So don't get me wrong, like, when you get those nice things, it's more of like a earned happiness. So that feels different. But I feel like when you have a small ego, like you're overall kind of like almost like a not absolute but a consistent happiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Do you think people should search for happiness? Like, is that like a good, healthy way to like live your life? Like is that a good philosophy? Is to search for happiness? Uh, I don't think so. Just yeah. because, like, life is literally just a roller coaster. It's going to be up and down. I think that there's other things that bring happiness. Like, what I always say is gratitude equals happiness. Mm. Like, for me, when I wake up, first thing I tell myself is I'm, I'm grateful for, and that could be broad for anything. You know, I'm grateful that I can walk, that I can breathe, that I got the clothes on my back. You know, I think that there's other things in life that bring you happiness but we're all human beings like it's just going to fluctuate up and down i agree with you 100 percent. but like that's the one thing i think we talked about this before the one thing with happiness and people seeking happiness and that that statement in general what you're talking about happiness is an emotion at the end of the day and like anytime you seek an emotion like that's going to be it's not going to be good because you're not going to be feeling that emotion 24 7 and if you did that motion that emotion really wouldn't exist yeah you know what i mean and so you shouldn't seek happiness happiness should be the byproduct of your actions and your lifestyle yeah. it should be a byproduct it should happen because you're doing the right things you shouldn't be seeking happiness because one we don't even know what we're seeking is our true happiness a lot of people when they say they're seeking their happiness they're really just indulging in stuff that is not going to be beneficial to them Temporary. you know what i mean they, they, they confuse temporary happiness with lifelong happiness. Lifelong happiness has something to do with making connections, having deep roots in something. That's what creates lifelong happiness. And that, you can't just do that off the whim. Like it takes time, it takes patience, and you shouldn't seek it. You know what I mean? You should be doing the right things, living the, the way, your life the way to where happiness is, again, an effect, not like you should be seeking it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I definitely agree with you. But, like, that lifelong happiness, like, it's not easy to kill your ego. It's not easy to have a small ego. You definitely have to work at that. Oh, dude. That's not like a snap of a finger thing. So, in yeah. a sense, I do feel like that small ego kind of, like, isn't lifelong happiness, but almost goes, like, like side by side with it in a sense. But, like, like you're, like, when you get that small ego, because you get that small ego off, like, life experiences. Mm. Yeah. And then you also, like, kind of, like, and those life experiences, like, you go through certain actions, I guess, yeah. and, like, that kind of leads to it all. Yeah, I mean, like, you could tell, like, I don't know if you've met anybody, if you guys ever met anybody, but you could tell when somebody is literally at peace. Mm. Can't you tell, like, they talk different? Yeah, it's a different type of energy. Yeah, it's a different type of energy. You just be like, wow, you're really, like, and they just have, like, this certain, like, grin or something on their face where just like, wow, mm-hmm. that dude is living. And, like, the one time, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the one thing I've noticed, too, is, like, for me personally, like the people I see that are, from my perspective, are the most peaceful, are not always the people that are most happy. 
you know, and you have to realize that. Like, just because you seem happy all the time doesn't mean that you're at peace. Like, peace is all about balance. It's about harmony. You know what I mean? It's about being sort of collected through the tough and the good times. You know, like, sometimes when people are, like, too happy or they let that, that emotion really fill them up, that's where their ego gets boosted, especially temporary happiness. It's, like, almost like when you, like... The whole saying, big head, you know what I mean? Like, the whole ego, your ego gets inflated by that temporary happiness. Yeah. Like, and that's normal. That's almost natural. Like, granted, if we bought a new, like, sort of hot car on the market, like, our ego is going to boost. That's just natural. But we can't, like, really confuse that with, like, healthy um, ego and true happiness. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to understand that, yeah, you must, you, you're winning now, but you have to understand, like, you're not going to be winning all the time, and you have to make peace with that. You're going to have to take L's. And if you're not a, if you can't learn how to take failures, and we talk about this all the time on the podcast, is learning how to take failures. Because, like, all my, like, for majority of people, we're all going to fail. You know what I mean? Our six, like, if you're really, really working hard and really trying to level up in life, you're going to fail at a lot. You know what I mean? Especially if you don't have resources. Like, you're going to fail. But the, the key is, is learning that your failure is not like the end point. It's a growing point. It's a learning point. And you have to have humility and you have to let go of that ego to even reach that that mindset. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm just going to add on to the whole peace thing too. Is That's the reason why I think I find so much happiness in life is just because I'm at peace with the journey. Yeah. Like I understand that the journey is going to go up and down. And I think that's the problem with how everyone will either chase happiness is people don't realize that your ego is going to love that dopamine rush of instant gratification mm. and there's this quote that i remember hearing is people will get up give up what they want most for what they want now and that's the reason why i think i stay happy with the process is because like you said i'm accumulating all of these resources that are going to benefit me 20 years from now mm. you know they might not help me be successful in that right moment yeah but even look at this conversation all the knowledge that we're taking from this is going to help us from the rest of our lifetime 100%. so like yeah i just think happiness and ego is just like your ego is literally just an instant gratification thing too yeah it can be what do you think jay well what's like I wanted to like switch the subject of like go ahead yeah as like, as far as into like success because like we like we just like I mentioned before like life is about perception it's how people see things in their own world but what is your guys' definition of success? Great question. <laughs> Anybody want to take that up? I feel like success almost is like being like at peace because society has its own constructs of what success yeah. is supposed to be but I feel like success should be an opinionated thing where everyone has like. Yeah. their own idea of it so I, I i feel like reaching like true contentment like like truly being at peace and like truly i guess like maybe not stress-free because everyone's still gonna have those stresses yeah. but yeah content then i i, I feel like that that's like true yeah. success and mm -hmm. whether that be materialistic or not right like, i think i think for me when i look at success there there is the subjective view of it where like people have their own personal vision of what they have success but then there's also, again, the social aspect of it, which I do think that it's important. I don't think that should be the overall reason of how you should view success. But I do think that you have to play a, a certain, uh, it has to play a certain part. You know, like what society says is successful, like at least having, um, acquiring some type of resources, providing for your family, like those type of things. Like, I'm not saying that that's 
success for everybody, but those are sort of ways that we can also measure our success a little bit. But I don't think that that's like the ultimate way. It should be a little bit of a mixture of both, but more so, what is your own personal view of success? More so than society's view of success. But I think that yeah. you still have to sort of think about it that as well. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I would say yeah. You have to. I, I would say it's you hard have to, to think of it. Yeah, it's hard not to. But like for me, success is it differentiated into three things: financial success, spiritual success, and family success. Because you know, like. I mean, I feel like those all can be, you know, good or bad or low or high, you know what I'm saying? So they all fluctuate in their own way. Right. It's just that when you get to all those points, I feel like that's when a person is really, like, good. And I feel like... What about physical success? That that does play in a role, too. Mm. But that, I would tie that into spiritual because it's your body, so... Mind but mind. I think body and mind are different. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I agree. I just think that I always say in my podcast, like, spiritual success, I, I agree 100%. Yeah. Physical success, like making, but that's more so like your health, mm-hmm. like making sure you eat right and all that. And I think that's kind of separate than spiritual success. You know what I mean? And then there's emotional success, which is something that. A lot of our like us men definitely struggle with I think that women like definitely have their own journey when it comes to like their emotional success it's a totally different journey but I do think like us men like we do have a struggle with that specific area of success and then we have mental success and that area is where I think just generally a lot of people stuff like struggle with like having that mental grit to be able to push through things and stuff like that so there's I think there I agree but I do think that spiritual and physical uh, success are a little bit different. You know what I mean? But I get what you're saying. Like, your spirit is one with your body. But I think they're all interconnected. Yeah. You know sure. what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can't just be physically successful in one area, be super healthy, but, like, your mental is off, your emotional is off. You know what I mean? Right. And so, and I think, like, when I talk about financial success, I think that's definitely important. But if you don't have all those, I believe, it financial success means little. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Once like you reach a, a certain bar, if you don't work on any of those things, it wouldn't mean anything. You know what I mean? Or you would be miserable. Like, I know a lot of people that are wealthy that are, like, extremely miserable. And a lot of people would be like, how, well, how could you be miserable? Well, they didn't work on other areas of their life. They didn't work on their emotions. Like, a lot of them may get divorced because, you know, they're too into work or something. Like, they don't know how to create that balance and to create that peace that way everything in life always is going to fluctuate but you know how to keep a cool and level head but they don't some people don't know how to do that because they haven't worked on different areas of their life I mean I feel like a lot of people I mean a lot of people are going to lack in one area and because you know that's yeah we all all floss yeah yeah so I just want to put out that out there just in case People think that it's gonna be all perfect. It's not. Yeah, no, we're not talking from like this moral high point. Like we all still have a lot to learn, and you know, when we look back, even to like ten years from now, like there's gonna be a lot of things that are gonna change. A lot of things that we're still gonna grow from, and that's the point. The point is to grow. The point is to change. You know, and uh, adapt. I think adapt is like one of my favorite words. You know, because like you can use that in almost any area of your life if you know how to adapt you're going to be successful. You know, you know how to adapt, but also grow. I'm sorry. 
you have to learn how to adapt and grow because you can adapt but also be in that same situation over and over and over because you have an ego it's like sometimes people know how to adapt really well but if you don't know how to grow from that from those situations those issues then you're not you're going to just keep adapting and you're just going in a circle like you have to not only like work hard but also work smart it's like one of those things you know yeah Yeah, so with tying it back to ego and everything because all of us here in the self-improvement space we're all big on you got to grow spiritually mentally physically all aspects of life but there's also a lot of humility and vulnerability with you know saying you know i need to push down my ego so i have that opportunity to grow yeah when was that like realization for y'all that you needed to you know maybe belittle your ego a little bit so you can have that opportunity to like take your life you know in all aspects of life to the next level yeah, you want to start off? Yeah, to be honest, honestly, it started when um, COVID hit. Mm. Um, my pride, like I mentioned, my pride got in the way. I was like, well, if I stick it out, I could probably still try to play football. And when COVID, when COVID's over, I could play football again and go to university. I don't want to go to. I was, I was being. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't want to go to Dixie State at first. I, I, I kind of <laughs> frowned upon it because I did. I did. I thought. My pride got away, like I said, like I just wanted something bigger. But once I let my ego and my self-esteem down, I wanted something to be like at peace and like knowing where I needed to be for success. So as far as into like pushing everything aside, I made the right decision by just going to Dixie State and getting my education instead of waiting in a community college. Because if I would have took that route, I would have still been in community college. So I had to make a, a choice, either stay in community college longer and stay for the whole process, quote-unquote, or go to a university right now and get your bachelor's degree by the, by the age of 21. Yeah. So I took, the right, I took the best route for me that was going to be successful in my life. Well, acceptance is also like one of the, the first starting points yeah. in order to really realize that you need sort of that improvement and looking at that self-improvement. You have to like accept your environment, accept your situation. So yeah. I, I, mean, I think a lot of people can relate to that, like going... Like Utah Tech, well, he said Dixie State, but that, that oh, was yeah. like the Utah old Tech, yeah. Yeah, no, you're just, <laughs> for people don't, that don't get confused, it's now called uh, Utah Tech. But at Utah Tech, like, majority for people, it's not like their first choice, you know, unless they get like a full ride scholarship. Um, it's a, I think yeah. it's a great university, but, you know, at the same time, it's not like people's first choice, not even in the state. But it's, I think, still think it's a great school. Like, you can yeah. learn a lot. And it's one of the, the cheapest schools, um, probably in, I would argue in the country. Yeah. And so, and it's it's not bad education. I mean, the people here are not bad. So, I mean, just learning that and seeing that acceptance, like that's that's awesome. Like, for you to really start your growth, bro. I like yeah. that. What about Appreciate you, Nate? It. Man, I guess it kind of um, Oki also kind of started around COVID because I remember I, I was about to get into my senior year for high school football. I was hopefully gonna get some offers, you know, like get some like long snapping offers, maybe like some big school like Washington, Wisconsin. And then, like, when we came back, it was only, like, six, like, little games. I just realized, like, no scouts, no parents, no nothing in the stands. So I was yeah. like, I'm not going to be able to take my football anywhere. So I was like, I, I need to, like, start working on my grades. I guess start working on my mental and just – but like, at the same time, though, like, not let go of, like, my body, though. And then not, like, stop working out just because, like, I'm not trying to, like, be some D1 athlete. It just kind of, like – it was a little bit like a wake-up call. Like, I, I need to work on a lot of other aspects of my life now. Yeah. I guess ever since then, yeah. I like that. I like that. Um, for me, 
when I really first realized my, my self-improvement journey was when my mother had cancer. And um, that was senior year of high school. And it was, I think it was pretty, it was pretty deadly. I think she was like stage two or something. And so like, as a family, I remember us talking about like what we, what we would do if like my mother passed away and um, all that stuff. And I remember like it started to come the realization like, how would I be if I didn't have like my mother, you know, like how would I move in this world? And so like, that's when I really started building up like, okay, I need to start working hard in order for me to, because I, I want to be able to like take care of my mother in the future that way. Like, yeah. but for me, I had to realize that like my parents or my mother would isn't always going to be around, you know, and realizing that at like 17, it really made me, to, I got to go out and, and really take the, the world by its horns and, and really take run with whatever I have, whatever resources I have, whatever opportunities and just run with it. Because, you know, sometimes the world is the world that we live in is a super competitive space. And, and as much as that can be a detriment to people's health, like that's just the name of the game. And that you have to sort of participate in this very, I don't say you always have to, but in order to have some type of success that that is somewhat financial, you have to be competitive. That's mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. the society that we live in. And a lot of people would argue that's not a good society or that's a bad society, whatever. But I just see the reality of it and I try to look at it from an objective sense. And I'm like, okay, let me run with this opportunity and see how far I can get. Because like a lot of family members, they also look at me too. Like they see me as a person that has a lot of potential in them. And with that, like, I have to always keep self-improvement and I can't let that go in my head. Like for me, I'm gonna be the first family member to graduate with the bachelor's degree. And that's a lot, you know, especially coming from, you know, an African-American like background, you know, from my family, that's that's a lot. And so with that, that's, that's a lot of weight on your shoulders. But again, you can't let your ego get in the way. And that's when my self-improvement journey started because, you know, I don't want to let any, you know, like my, especially my family members down. And I just wanna make sure that I'm doing everything in the best way possible. So that's kind of how I started my journey. Uh, for me, my journey started pretty much uh, two things. It was my environment and a relationship that mm. should have never occurred. <laughs> um, just to sum up the relationship, I guess part of the aspect of it, uh, I just... Basically, stuff happened and... I realized the person that I was dealing with wasn't the person that they said they were. So, um, yeah, so that also like played into like some trust issues and stuff like that. But you have to really look at yourself at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And that's what I kind of did. I was like, okay, how, how did I not see these things? How did I not realize this was happening or stuff like that, you know? So I had to do some self-reflection right there. And then also with that, um, I've, I just didn't like the environment I was in. So, mm -hmm. uh, when I feel like when people get in tough situations or tough environments, they either get into that environment more and they basically adapt to it or they try to change it and try to move out of the situation or something like that. And I think that's what I did. I just tried to figure out a way out. And my way out was um, grades and football. So that's what I pretty much focused on. And uh, yeah, I ended up having the best year of my career. And I ended up getting out of my situation. So... That's how I started. Pretty much. What about you? Um, I would say I learned a lot when I was in high school for sure. Um, but I'll take it more towards like recently. So I'd say 
I started learning more about ego and ego death and ego strengths when I was playing football in Oregon. So I just remember, you know, a lot of sports, like, you know, it gets really competitive. Absolutely. And I remember just playing against, you know, you, you a freshman. So you playing with, you know, seniors, dudes who grown, actual grown men. <laughs> and I remember after the first few games, I started to start. And the dude who was mentoring me no longer did because he let his ego and pride get in the way that a freshman was starting over him. Mm-hmm. And so I just remember ever since then, I was like, I'm never like going to be like that. Like, I'm always going to be willing to help educate. And then, you know, a few months later, stopped playing, didn't know really what I wanted to do. And so start the self-improvement thing, start, you know, taking care of myself spiritually, mentally, physically. But then this is where the negative side of ego gets, where I built up so high that I felt like I knew everything. Mm. You know, I was like, especially in a train, like as an athletic trainer, everyone goes through the same thing when they're an athletic trainer. The first phase is they always feel like they know everything. And I definitely was like that. Mm -hmm. But then as I got older, you know, had more experiences, more wisdom, connected with more people, I started to realize having more of an ego death was where I knew I didn't have all the answers. I knew I needed to surround myself with people who could help me take myself to that next level just because, you know, I don't know everything. I need other people's perspectives so I can, you know, grow and become the person I need to be. So I feel like, you know, all the experience I've had has helped me balance both, you know, a strong, positive ego, but also balance, like, and understand the negative side of my ego, too. Have you heard of the, like, the Kruger effect Mm -mm. psychology where people go through... When they have this learning stage, they go through this very high confidence when they first learn something. But as you learn more and more, your sort of confidence kind of plateaus. You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. It's it's. I think it's called the Dunning Kruger effect, and um, a lot of people go through that in different fields. Like once you begin to start to really learn something, you think that you know everything, and you get so excited and you get so confident. And then once you start really understanding the field, you're like, well, no, like not everything's like black and white. You're not as confident anymore. Like there's always context. And once you learn more and more about life in general, like that's what I really know. Like with people, like I can tell if they're closed minded or not just by like the, the way they view things, like whether or not it's black and white or like, oh, it's either this or that. Like people yeah. that use those type of sort of language and have that type of mindset typically are closed minded because life is not this or that life is a lot more complex there's a lot more nuance in life and so in order to get to that point like you do need again like that humility point mm-hmm. and, and not being afraid to say hey maybe i i don't know everything mm-hmm. you know what i mean but that that takes humility you like anybody with a high ego it's not is not willing to go through that process because they they want that fear or they want that control they want that they that knowledge of power yeah. you know what i mean but that leads to my next question, which is like, how would you guys handle somebody with an unhealthy form of ego? Handle them like what? Like, like who are they it, to you? Yeah. Yeah, who are they to you? Because it, it does depend yeah. on like the relationship you have with that person. Because if you're dealing with a random person that has a high ego, I mean, I'm just you not going to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But like, do you, you acknowledge know, that they have an high ego or you just let it go? No, I just let it go because yeah. it's like more of like, I, I'm really big on time, so like I really don't like, especially now, I really don't like my time to be wasted. So like, right. if I don't have to deal with you, I'm not going to, regardless if 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Unless it's like in a situation where I'm like working with you or like you're a family member when I have to deal with okay. you, then you know. Let's just say that you're always constantly environment with, with yeah. Uh, how would you deal with it? Personally, I would just depending depending on if they take it too far, I would definitely check them, especially when it comes to certain situations because mm-hmm. like they those people kind of do go too far, especially with those type of situations. Uh, so I would check him in that aspect, but other than that, I mean, you just kind of just gotta let it ride. And if that's just their personality, then hey, you just gotta. I mean, with people in the workplace, you only have to deal with them for a certain amount of time. So mm-hmm. it's more of just like, is this person? Can I? Can I deal with this person for this amount of time? Mm. Okay. What if it's like a career though? So you're constantly then, getting to see them for like, a, like yeah, at least a decade yeah. or something like that. Maybe. Uh, then. Then we would have to have a conversation, mm. definitely. And what do you think that conversation would be about? It will, uh, it will be about how they're expressing themselves, and they mm. need to express themselves a different way towards me. They can express themselves different ways to. I don't. It doesn't matter anybody else, but mm. between me and that person, they would have to express themselves in a certain way to me because you can't just. First of all, I'm not going to just talk to you anyway. <laughs> so, so yeah, like, what yeah, it would just be an individual conversation. Like, hey, like. Hey man, I don't really like this, this, and that. How you feel about that? And then we would just have a dialogue on that. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be just like when I and I mean checking them like, hey man, like bring them aside like, hey man, I didn't really appreciate how you said that. Mm-hmm. Or, I didn't really appreciate how you came yeah. in like that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And it's just you. There's a polite ways, and I feel like sometimes people get in their feelings yeah. and burst out. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like now you guys are kind of both having like an ego battle at that mm-hmm. point, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So yeah, well, cause you, cause yeah, because you can be reactive, like yeah. you can react emotionally to that. Yeah. And I think that sometimes that's what a lot of people do with people with high egos; they want to react emotionally and attack more so their character. Mm-hmm. For me, it's not even about that, you know. Like for me, it's you know sometimes I don't I know people with high egos; like they're not necessarily bad people. No. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, no, that's... I just think that sometimes, again, you're right, the, the way that they express themselves, you know, that can be a, a toxic um, environment for, for people. Not only... But it, it's also a toxic environment for themselves. You know what I mean? So it's not just... And I think that that's kind of like the conversation that I would have is more like, this is how your ego is hurting you. Because a lot of people, let's be frank, you can say a lot of things that hurt them or that hurt you. But they're not going to really listen to you because a lot of people, again, are like kind of self-interested, you yeah. know, just by naturally. So if you say that your ego and you describe, give out certain examples of how their ego mm-hmm. sort of hurts them in the long run and, and in the short term, they're going to it's, it's going to sink in a lot. It's going to yeah. really, really sink in a lot because sometimes, especially with people with high egos, they say, hey, man, like. You know, this you did this, this, and that. Sometimes it goes in one ear out the other. If they have such a high, high ego, use that sort of against them to make sure that they get better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Use that ego because you know that, hey, your ego is hurting you. They're going to be like, what? You know what I mean? It's yeah. almost contradictory. Yeah. You know? So that's that's how I would say it. But what's up? No, I wanted to say, like, would you say, like, the people with a high ego is affected because of their surroundings? Because, like, I like what Kian and I was mentioning, how, like, you want to maintain that balance of, like, being like obviously like you want to be in a position where you want to be big successful whatever the case may be but you also want to be aware of like of like being like wrong 
at, at times. You know what I mean? Like how you just mentioned, like, yeah, I feel like I know everything, but I want to get different perspectives from different people because maybe I don't know it all. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Maybe someone else sees it differently and everyone else sees it that way, the, the way how that person sees it. And I'm seeing it totally different, if that makes sense. No, no, I, I guess. Yeah, I definitely think it's just the self-work to build a healthy relationship with your ego. Because, mm-hmm. say, take it for, like, all of us just as an example. You know, I know that I'm at a healthy relationship with my egos. If you check me or do something, right. I'm going to be receptive to it and I'm going to take it in consideration. But with the conversation before, I think if you don't have a good relationship in with the, you were saying, if you're not emotionally intelligent enough to ask the right questions to somebody, because I'm a big person on challenging perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, I like to see both sides of the perspective. So if I'm talking to someone who, especially say for like fitness, for example, since like I'm in that industry, I talk to a lot of people who are just very linear in one way of mm-hmm. what they believe. And so I try to have some form of understanding, okay, I put myself in their shoes. I'm like, okay, I wonder why they think this way, you know? So I surrender my ego a little bit to be like, okay, I understand what you're saying, but have you ever thought about this? You know, cause I feel like if you just say, Hey, this is what you need to change. Then if they're not in tune and, you know, have a healthy relationship with their ego, then they're going to be like, Oh no, I, like he, he don't know what he's talking about. Like he, the, then they're going to feel like you're getting, they're attacking you, mm. you know? And yeah. I want someone to feel like their thoughts and ideas are really heard, but also you challenge them to be like, like really think about it. Like, Hey, like maybe I really don't know everything, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's like, I feel like a healthy balance in with ego is, and that comes with self work though. Yeah. Like 100%. What do you think, Nate? Oh, uh, bro. I, I don't know, honestly. Like, it's, it's kind of difficult. I think, yeah, like, I think it's, oh, I think it's, it is a difficult yeah. sort of subject to think about because it's not something that we think about on a day-to-day basis. You know, unless you really put that work in yeah. and really understand, like, okay, for me, like, I understand, like, there are sometimes where I know my ego is going to be inflated, but I'm consciously aware of that and I know how to dial that down you know what i mean like yeah say if someone's like you know like oh man i enjoy your podcast blah 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 blah. like you know those those positive sort of compliments that you get Mm -hmm. but you can't let it sort of inflate your ego so much you know like and again it does take that work to really have that sustainable ego to where it's healthy and it's actually a positive to everybody Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and i think that like with if a lot of people have like, it's always good to be around a community or a group of people that have a healthy amount of ego. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I agree with that. I guess overall, though, if I'm in, like, like a work environment especially, and I'm dealing with, like, a like a nasty, like, like something like a nasty ego or something, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to kind of, like, just keep that in my head and, like, I guess, like, go about my day. Like, I'm trying to understand, like, that person is, like, how they are. I cannot change how they are. But, but um, like I was saying, though, if it comes to, like, someone, like, close to you or something like that, like, you need to let them know that, like, their ego is, like, like screwing them over. It, yeah. It's, like, yeah. yeah, like, it, it's not doing them justice. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, 100%. I have a question. Do you think that men have a problem with ego? Like, just, just overall, on a macro level, what do you say, like, on the temperature of men in our uh, society? I guess it's, like... It's, I feel like for now, maybe just because I see it online, it's like you have 
sometimes I see it as like more of like a black and white type of thing because like I mean that's pretty much how social media is it pretty much gives you a black or white type scenario but when it comes to like I said online and stuff it seems like either you don't have an ego and you're more just like grounded or stuff like that or you have a really high ego and you're saying all this crazy ass shit and stuff like that but people pay attention to more of the higher egos, you know what I'm saying? So that I feel like they gravitate more to that. So, in all, in all I'm saying is, I feel like people do have a pretty high ego, and is it a problem? I'm talking about men in general. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah. I would say, is do men in general have a high ego? Because like, I, mean, I would say they, I would say they say they do. They say they do, but they actually probably don't. Not really. Not, not do for real. Because. Mm. I feel like people try to present a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. especially online, but they mm-hmm. really don't, you know, feel that way. Or especially if you have a one-on-one basis with them. Mm-hmm. I feel like that presentation alone, though, is like a like a like high ego, though. Yeah. Like, 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 mm-hmm. That presentation alone on social media is like a high ego. I guess like, like if you didn't, in a sense, if you didn't care how like people looked at you, you mm-hmm. you wouldn't be like putting like filters and stuff like that up on like your pictures before like, you post it and whatnot. You mm-hmm. you wouldn't be like checking like your likes on the picture after like, an mm-hmm. hour or so to see if like you broke a hundred. Like you, you wouldn't be yeah. doing you, know, yeah. 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 you wouldn't be doing stuff like that. But if like you had like a small ego, no, no, and then for me it's 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 difficult because like. <laughs> it's funny because I really don't see it in black and white so like it's kind of interesting I yeah. but I, I just give my spin on it because I see like the men's the men's community is so so huge you know like you have this space for me like you quote unquote like red pill space right yeah. but to me like a lot of times when I see spaces like that I see again like a lot of high ego you know mm-hmm. what I mean yeah. like for me like the way I think of a healthy amount of ego isn't about boasting isn't about and I, I think that's kind of what you're getting into like social media yeah. but Probably i'm just can. talking about like the yeah the, the red pill space is like there's just a lot of boasting going on but I'm, I'm not saying that all of it is bad but i'm saying that the most the loudest voices right the loudest right, voices yeah. are typically the people that have high egos or i guess a better word to say it is more like fragile egos you know yeah. what i mean like yeah your, your yeah. ego is very fragile like yeah. it's very it's not based on anything it's based on how you look, which changes over time. Yep. You know, it's based on what you have, which changes over time. Like one thing that, you know, really stays consistent is, is like kind of who we are. Like we rarely change. Do you know what I mean? So like having an ego ego that's kind of grounded to you in a, in a healthy way is something that's going to be long term and way more sustainable than what you possess and, and how you talk about things and, and what you can get, you know, because it always changes. And if you connect your ego, if you connect your, your value to that, it's again, it's always going to fluctuate. But that's kind of what our culture leads us to do, you know, especially as men. Like, we are very, we're not born sort of wanting materials or gathering resources or anything like that. As much as we may think that we are, it's just over time, that's just how society, human society has, like, men. Like, we gather the resources and stuff yeah. like that. But for me, it's like, it's not just that. It's just having... A balance of being content but also not not also gathering the resources it's like a little bit of both you know what I mean like being content with what you have and being and having gratitude you know what I mean that's also very key for having a healthy amount of ego yeah. because you can't just say that you want to just dominate and take everything yeah. 
Right. You know what I mean? Because that, again, I don't think that's like healthy amount of ego because it's selfish, you know? And that's where you get to that space where like you have to be very careful with your ego because it can just drive you off somewhere that you yeah. don't want to be, especially as a man. Yeah, especially I, as a man. I think personally it's, I, it, it plays, I feel like it plays, your environment plays a huge part in how a person is going to have ego because you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to just bring it up into sports, right? So let's just say you're coming out of high school, right? And you're like, what, the number three recruit in the nation, you know what I'm saying? You're going to have that ego mm-hmm. when you step on freshman year in the college, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Other than a three-star, you know what I'm saying, who's been working, and now he's coming on campus thinking that he has to work even harder. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's just a difference. And I, and I feel like environment plays a huge part in people having egos. Well, that's the environment plays a huge part in how you grow up and how you think and stuff like that too. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. Okay. But I want to, I want to sort of leave us off on like this last thing. And, um, it's basically, what would you say to someone that's sort of, how would you say with someone that is struggling with their ego or they believe that they have such a fragile ego? What is like some of your advice that you would give to them? For me, I'm saying um, I'm I'm checking with my with my circle, with my surroundings, and asking their perspective on mm. my 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 way of posting things, how I uh, how I approach things, how I represent myself in front of people. I'm asking every little detail that I can, so I can grow and learn instead of having a high ego, making it seem like I know it all. Mm-hmm. But I rather take the time an effort to talk to someone that I actually know than actually hear from someone that's like around like you have a high ego I could disregard that message like you said like it has to be like the I don't have the time and day to argue with a stranger but mm-hmm. when it comes to someone that's like close like a relative or like a best friend or anyone like that it's like more like negotiable and actually like worth hearing out so I, I just say I will check in with my circle yeah no always checking in from like a different point of view is, is always good to sort of check your ego and um, you have to accept that you might be a little bit humiliated or you might feel some type of way but yeah. if it's from the people that you trust understand that they're not sort of doing it in a way to make you feel bad about yourself like a lot of times people do want to see you like I, I actually believe a lot of times like people don't have like malicious intent like they genuinely want to bring you down like sometimes they may say stuff that may come off that way but I really do think at like the core of it like most people you know, they're not, they're self-interested, but they're not also, like, very malicious and, like, oh, they always want to see you, like, be on your downfall and stuff like that. That's that's one of the things where, like, I kind of find fishy. It's, like, you know, a lot of people, I'm, like, I don't think a lot of people are wishing on your downfall. I think a lot of people just don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know yeah. what I mean? It's, like, I don't think most people are, like, yo, like, I, I, I hope that he fails. Like, they must be super emotionally invested in you, which is not most people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not most people. Like, most people aren't like that. You know, they don't care. Like, and that, and people think that, like, oh, well, they're, they're wishing on my downfall and all that. Like, like, I feel like I used to say that, but, like, most people, they're just like, eh, you know? Like, so, they don't care, you know? And you may feel some type of way, but that's also an ego thing, because you're like, why shouldn't they care? Yeah. So you gotta, again, boom, check yourself. You know what I mean? So that's, that's fantastic advice. Yeah, I would say... Do a self-check-in first. Figure out, like Jay said, what's your environment like, you know, what you're doing on your day-to-day basis, what's your habits like, 
everything like that. But also find strength within vulnerability. That's mm. what the biggest thing I've learned from ego is just understanding you don't have all the answers. You know, you're going to have certain problems. You're going to have certain triumphs in life that you're going to need that vulnerability and that curiosity as well to, mm. you know, help dig yourself out of that hole that you are literally or climb out of that hole that you, you know, are in. So yeah, definitely strength within vulnerability. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's good. Uh, for my advice, I would just say like, do something that you're not good at. Mm. I would say that's very simple. It could be a sport. Like yeah, that. it could be a sport. It could be something like reading. Like if you're not good at reading, there's going to be some humiliation with, with doing that. Could you know that yeah. when you're reading that page, you like, wow, I'm a little slow. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or, dang, I don't <laughs> understand. I'm not even saying, you know, just reading slow. I'm just saying, like, you don't understand what you're reading or you don't understand what's coming out of the book. Mm-hmm. So, and that's kind of a little bit of humili- humiliation, too, because it's like, wow, I'm reading something and I don't understand it. Like, mm-hmm. you can't retain that yeah, information. Yeah, you can't retain the yeah. information. So, mm-hmm. I would just say, just do something that you're just not really that good at. Mm-hmm. And it will challenge you and it will show you that you're not the you're you know you're not who you actually are mm-hmm. yeah. as far as that aspect of it yeah because we, we definitely have our own sort of subjective view typically more biased towards our favor of ourselves and we may think that we're doing all the right things but unless you sort of expose yourself to something that you're not good at it really is that eye-opener that you need to be like oh maybe i was overconfident in that area maybe i thought i could do it but you know actually putting myself through that work you know Maybe I, I struggle, you know, and you have to have that, again, that humility to sort of admit that. What do you say, Nate? Honestly, I guess I would kind of like sit them, not, not sit them down, but just like look at them like, like, why does it matter? Why does all like, like all these pictures, like, like why does it matter? What are you, like, I get what you're trying to achieve, but like, why does it matter? Like, sim- so, so simply like mm-hmm. get them to understand that like, 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 like once you get to the root of it, you start to understand it doesn't matter mm-hmm. it, it simply like doesn't matter like, all, all like the like, whatever, like clout or like whatever you want to call it like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter all, all these people like like um replying to like a picture or something like that because they think yeah. it looks good all these people like now in your corner supporting you it doesn't matter it's your journey that matters or, yeah. like, like, you, like, i guess it's about like getting them to understand that like it, yeah i mean yeah matter. that's that's fantastic mm-hmm. Ask, asking mm-hmm. people to sort of question the things that they are sort of they have an ego about and really have that self evaluation it is going to be key for people to really start breaking that that fragile sort of ego stage and i I believe that you guys all i think that's all correct like those are all the solutions to the issues of having this fragile or high ego so anybody that's listening take notes because all these sort of answers that these these men say are um, absolutely correct and you can use each of these to really understand, look within yourself, look within your environment, ask these questions in order for you to really understand your ego and is it at a healthy amount, right? So again, let's just tune it back up. If you enjoyed this podcast and you really found some information that really spoke out to you and you really reached a new level of, or a different level of thinking, Please share the podcast because I believe that this is an issue not only for just, I think this is like a big societal issue of this ego thing and the world that we live in. And as we can increasingly sort of become more 
um, technological, like this is something that we constantly need to check ourselves in. So I know that there's going to be a lot of people that would love to hear this podcast. So the one thing that you can do as, as a listener, again, is to share the podcast. Thank you, boys, for coming out tonight, coming on the podcast. There was appreciate a lot of gems dropped. Yes, sir. I really appreciate, appreciate you, man. Yeah. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, I definitely will love you guys. Love you guys back again because uh, this podcast is heat. I, a lot of people are going to take a lot, a lot of good stuff out of it. So yeah. I appreciate y'all, man, for sure. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. It. Hope yes, y'all enjoy. Yes, Hope y'all enjoy, man. Yes, sir. Make sure y'all share. All right. I love y'all, Royal Fam. And I'll see you next week. Peace. Music bed.